0: All my life, been grinding all my life Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price Want a slice, got the roll of dice That's why all my life, I have been grinding all my life Look, all my life, been grinding all my life Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price Want a slice, got the roll of dice
1: Hey y'all, it's your girl Will, and we're back for another episode of Nobody Hustles Harder, aired every Thursday at 5.30 on the only station giving you double the information and inspiration. WDRB Media, the voice of the community. I'm sure there is someone out there that feels like nobody hustles harder than they do, but to be honest, you never really know what people go through. We've all come up under different circumstances. So it's just best to always respect the next person's hustle. This show is also sponsored by Body. So if you're looking for a dope clothing brand, head over to BodyXLil.com where we encourage everyone to embrace who they are, be confident, and accept that we're all dope in our own ways. To learn more and support the brand, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Body by Lil, and that's B-A-W-D-Y by Lil, L-E-I-L, Or follow us on IG at BodyXLil. So last week, we brought Chanel Jones on to talk about her experience being a new stay-at-home mom, soon-to-be wife, and business owner of Brant Branding. To catch up on our weekly episodes, you can find Nobody Hustles Harder on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. For my faithful listeners, y'all know I've been talking y'all through my wellness journey and can honestly say sharing my story has been so therapeutic. I aim to inspire and show the world that you can literally come up from any situation. You just have to be strong-minded and put God first with everything you do. Family and faith have always kept me going, but you know what they say. Faith without work is dead. So that leads me to this next part of my grind story. After closing on our house, everything was great at home. But like I told y'all, working at Papa John's just didn't seem like a good fit for me anymore. God knew and stepped in at the perfect time. Now, I'm going to tell y'all how I knew it was God. A man knocked on our door one day, said he was coming to collect a garbage can that was left by the previous homeowners. And what started off as small talk led to a job opportunity. So the owner of the business happened to be riding in the garbage truck that day and was open to meeting me later on. Um, I then learned that she was looking for somebody to help run her business. Now, I was responsible for doing the expense reports, payroll, scheduling, you name it. And it's funny because when she asked me what my goal was, I told her I wanted to open a restaurant with my husband. Right then, I felt like the opportunity was perfect because I was setting myself up to learn firsthand how to operate and run a business. Little did I know, I wasn't prepping for a restaurant. God was setting me up to become the CEO of Body. So, with that being said, I want to give a special shout out to Miss Aok of AOK Sanitation's, one of Hope County's very own. Um, She was the owner that brought me on board and trusted me to run her business. And while that was going good at the time, I went through a few transitions. Um, Z had just left me in August 2019 to deploy with the National Guard. Um, We were expecting Omari to make his entrance in January. And as my maternity leave was approaching, I remember feeling inadequate. Um, Although I was thankful for the opportunity, I was running a business that wasn't mine, and then I knew it would soon have to come to an end after I had Omari. Um, during the deployment, Z's salary was, was reduced by almost $10,000 that year. Um, Childcare wasn't something that we could afford, and AOK wasn't comfortable with me running her business from home and taking care of a newborn, so there was that. Um, I was left to figure out another way. And here's where we're going to take a break so that I can introduce our next guest. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I know y'all be sick of me every week. But listen, um, I have another entrepreneur who's not a stranger to the art of hustle. We'll be right back after this music break.
0: I already want I got the keys to my hood. Mama said she could. time to- You comfortable always? always. I'm that I found my groove, and I'm humble, but I got the juice, and I remain unstoppable always. I got the keys to my hood. Mama said she good doing what I should. I got the world on my back, city on the back, no time. To my art that's my story that's my heart that's my keep the glory because i made it out of city that ain't pretty and it's tricky when you want to show me love because it's tricky be iffy, if you love me when i'm up it's because you see me when i'm down and only god can hand rewards or even give someone the crown because the critics be like i bleed they eat like i eat i don't put you above me because you gotta judge how i sing get to judge how i all speak. right y'all we are back this time with our special
1: guest mike pendleton also known as rudy p tell the listeners about yourself brody
2: Uh, well, as she said, I'm Mike Pendleton, aka Rudy P., uh, originally from Pritchard, Alabama, which is right outside of Mobile, Alabama. And I'm currently now living in the beautiful state of North Carolina. Yeah. To be determined because I could be here one minute and be somewhere else, somewhere else later. So.
1: Not a rolling stone. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yep. I kind of.
1: So. Y'all, me and Mike met each other through my husband, Z. I don't even call him Mike. Uh, my man already off rip was just like, yo, call him Peasy. <laughs> Z do not like me calling you anything else. <laughs> he probably confused. He probably, he probably like, who is Mike? Yeah, that's exactly. When I first said that, um, he was just like, who? Y'all, this man has a clothing brand. That's how I was first introduced because Zavi wore one of your shirts one day and i'm like oh that's dope where you get that from and he was like yeah i got this from my man peasy so tell us a little bit about your brand and how you got started
2: okay well this this is my first time on the show i've told this story so many times but i never get tired of telling it. um originally the reason i even started a clothing brand was to just Make some extra money because the job I was working at at the time was a, um, a county job in, in uh, Mobile County. Mm. I was working for a probation, um, office giving people on probation drug tests, but we only got paid once a month, like teachers, you know, teachers and stuff like that. Cause it was a county job.
0: Right.
2: So I'm like, I need some more extra money, man. This once a month stuff is killing me. Cause by the time the beginning of the month comes I get paid. About a week, two weeks into the month, I'm broke. I'm well, I ain't broke, but I'm. I got to make my money strict for two more weeks until the next paycheck come in. So I said, I need some. I waited to um make some extra money without getting a second job. Well, I didn't want to get a second job because I've always worked two jobs, and I I wasn't a fan of it. It was more out of necessity. But I'm getting off track. But um, so I just I decided I was going to um. Try to sell some t-shirts. So I had uh, a lot of people always tell me, on your pictures, you never smiling. You always got a straight face, You like straight face mafia or something. And I was like, straight face mafia? (laughs) I was like, like, yeah, whatever. And people just kept saying, you always got a straight face on. You never smile. You need to smile more. So I said, I I went and talked to somebody I knew who was a graphic designer. I said, man, make me a straight face mafia logo. She so like, what's one to look like? I said, whatever it looked like, as long as you got a straight face on it. I don't care. So he came back, he showed me the um the graphic. He said, What you think it is? I said, that look cool. Let me let me let me show let me show it to a couple people. So I posted it online, like, hey, if I put this logo on a t-shirt, would anybody buy it? And people were like, yeah, I would, I would. So I was like, okay, cool. So I took an order for uh twenty shirts. I'm gonna take an order for 20 shirts to see how this works out. Order the 20 shirts, got picked them up that weekend. By that Monday, I ain't have no more shirts left. But it kinda started off slow. like, man, these people like picking these shirts up.
1: So Yeah, I know
2: that's how, kinda that how goes. that's kinda how it started. I just went out and order 20 shirts to see if it'll sale and it sold out like two days.
1: That's what I'm talking about. Now let me ask you, how long ago was that? When did you start?
2: I started in um two thousand fifteen
1: all right, so how are we looking so, you at might, so you might
2: see stuff like sometimes I'll do stuff like like I did my uh my baseball jerseys or whatever, yeah, the first baseball jersey I did for myself had number fifteen on the back and the fifteen stood for twenty fifteen when I started.
1: Ah, that's dope, see I didn't know that mhm, so now that we're you know seven years down the line. Um, what does entrepreneurship mean to you? Do you think if you could, would you do it twenty four seven full time?
2: Absolutely, especially if it's going good. If it's booming, I'll definitely do it. But if it's if it's slow, I'll still do it. But I need some kind of other income to kind of you know what I'm saying
1: keep,
2: it, it keep me keep me keep me afloat. But I do want I do want to get to the point where I'm just strictly doing. All my business, businesses, and I did say businesses, not just one business, businesses
1: full-time to
2: go to work for somebody else.
1: Because I actually learned this listening to one of your most recent podcasts um, on Coffee and Donuts. You had talked about your rap career. Yeah. So they don't know. Well, now they know, <laughs> but you do music as well. What's that been like for you
2: uh, well um that's, that's what that's what a, that's what a Rudy p name come in at
1: okay like, Why
2: do you call yourself? I said, that was my that was my stage name that I was using when i when i I'm not saying when i was when I do do music because actually right now I have out three three albums and two singles. Okay. Where can we find did, this music? I did, I did I did I did a three alb I dropped three albums during the pandemic during uh twenty twenty. And then I actually dropped two singles and I actually you know and I actually hopefully by next week or the week after next, I have a new album out called Weekend at Tony's.
1: Okay. Now where can we find your music? Are you on Apple Music?
2: All of that era. Apple Music, uh Spotify. Title whatever, just type in Rudy P and it'll pop. R U D E Y P. Okay. Right I'm gonna definitely asked, check it and out. And I actually just did my first, uh, my first acting debut on in somebody else's video. This, uh, this artist out of Rayford named Payola Stacks. He had he had a song and I was in the video. I, I was in the um, in the intro. I played the uh, role of a hater. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of out of my character because I'm not really right. a hater. I just like you know what I mean. So.
1: Somebody had to play the part. <laughs> Somebody, they were, like,
2: they were like, hey, I, I was there actually was just doing another another gig. I was doing, like, behind the scenes, shooting behind the scenes for the video. And they were like, man, hop in the video and, and play the role of a hater at the beginning. And I was like, all right, I got you.
1: I know that's right. So, on Nobody Hustles Harder, we talk about how people coming up from different circumstances, um... How do you feel your upbringing affected your outlook on working and obtaining wealth?
2: Okay, two two different two different um things affected that. Okay, when I was maybe eleven or twi- eleven years old, twelve years old, my mom had got married to my stepdad or whatever, and my stepdad to me was a con artist because he fooled me like he was just really nice guy. That really liked me or whatever, and he was gonna look out for me. But once he got married to my mom, he just like totally changed and became like the the wicked, the weakest stepdad of the West. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, he would do stuff like, uh, like he woke me up one one night. It was like two o'clock in the morning to take the trash out. Cause I forgot to take the trash out. And, oh like, wow! Just, like busted in my room. Like, hey, you don't take the trash. out. I told you to take the trash out before you went to bed. I was like, man, I fell asleep. I'm yeah, like, it's dang like right. Two o'clock in the morning, he got me taking the trash out in the projects. I'm like, bro, you tripping? Right. But besides that, one time we had went, we had went fishing. And I'm sorry, crazy the joke is. We went fishing, but the whole time he didn't let me fish. He made me watch the whole time. What so was
1: like,
2: that about? I could, I could have stayed home for this. Right. I guess they didn't want me to stay home by myself, but he like he sat there and like he baited the hooks and everything. He just fished and fished and fished, and I just sat there and watched. And then, he, but the thing that the thing that back to the story though, he told me that we had saw this homeless guy. He said, "You see that guy right there?" I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "That's a bomb." He was like, "That's what you're gonna be when you grow up. You ain't gonna never be nothing. You're gonna be just like him. Mm-hmm. You gonna have nowhere to live, and nobody ain't gonna ever love you or care about you." So I I promised myself that I would never let him be right in that situation. So I always kept the job, always worked. I know that's right. And that was one thing. But then at the age of 14, my mom passed away from cancer.
0: Mm.
2: So I I had to kind of grow up a little faster, you know what I'm saying? Not like in a bad way, but I had to be like more responsible not really more responsible for myself, but I had to really look out for myself without being like, Hey, mama, I need this, mama, I need that.
1: Right.
2: Cause she wasn't there. So I had to, you know, I had, I got a, I got an older brother, which is actually my oldest brother. He like way, he like 18 years older than me. So he basically took care of me after my mom died. Okay. But so he had like, at that point he had his own, he had his own family, you know what I'm saying? Wife, kids or whatever. So he was just like, Man, just go to school. Don't worry about working or none of that stuff. Just go to school. I'm like, but I'm like, I need some money in my pocket though. I like just to have some money. I always wanted to like, I, I don't, I don't like not having stuff when I need it. I guess that's what you say. So
1: yeah, I definitely feel you. <laughs> so or when you
2: want it, oh, when you want it, because I'm, I'm, I'm not your average, your average size guy. I'm, I'm tall and big. So, if I see something like, I wear a size 15 shoe. So, if I see a shoe that's my size and I got the money to get it, I'm going to get
1: it. Right. <laughs> but I
2: don't, don't want to be like, man, I sure would like to get those. Because I I have went and said, oh, man, they got these. They'll be here next week when I get paid. And when I come back, they be gone. Yeah. So, I, mean, I, I I don't know why I be trying to fool myself. Like, I'm the only person that
1: wear that size or something. Like, oh, I'll be all right. I'm the only person that wear that size around here. I'm not. Yeah, and they looking at it just like you are. Ain't no telling when I'm gonna come up on another pair like this.
2: Mm-hmm. Cause like so you of course you married, you married to a person that loves sneakers, so you understand.
1: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. So I think for you, um, financial literacy, was that something that you had to learn on your own?
2: That's something I'm still learning. Got you, and that's I'm like you, like, like I listen to your show all the time. It's just, some, it's just something that schools don't teach you, right? They teach and you basically be. like two things the basic survival skills, not including what you need to know about financial literacy, and then they teach you a bunch of stuff that you're never gonna use in life for real.
1: Yeah,
2: I've yet to use algebra in real life. I've yet to use a lot of that math, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, the basic math they taught us in like elementary and middle school, that's what you basically need to survive with for real.
1: True. If, now,
2: if, if you have if a good foundation of like, hey, I know how to add, subtract, divide, multiply, fractions, and other than that, you ain't gonna be like, Oh uh, man, let me look on my chick and see how much um geometry I need to use to cash <laughs> this chick.
1: Now uh, I will say though. No, you don't need no
2: geometry, bro. Just it ain't rocket science.
1: Now I will say once you get into like the stock world, um, you may use a little bit more of the complex math with that when you're trying to figure out, you know, how to make your money grow. Because mm-hmm. um, I know Z- like, like, I, I
2: got I got stocks and stuff. I got I got stocks, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna act like I'm just like Though the the, the woof of Wall Street or nothing, but I got like I said I got I got a few stocks or whatever that during the pandemic I'm like man let me get some of these stocks while they super super duper low. Mm-hmm. Then when they when then when they start crawling back up after the pandemic over with, i might have me a couple of dollars or whatever. But right, and they that's another thing with like that. I thought they would, but I still got them though.
1: Okay, and see, so that's another thing with that though. It's like the way technology is set up sometimes, and it just depends on how deep you are into it, you don't even have to really plug in the numbers like that. As long as you see it's going up, it's like, okay, boo, I made bread. Let me go ahead and take that sell that real quick. <laughs> so you can still kind of get by.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I was, what I was doing, I was buying a whole bunch of, like, stocks that were, like, under $5 type, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, let me get all these under $5. Then they start doing where you can buy, like, pieces of stocks. You know what I'm saying? So I got, like, a Nike stock, but I don't have a full Nike stock. I got, like, a fourth of a Nike stock or something like that. You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah. You should consider uh, taking some classes. I know uh, Z and I have found some. One of them was in Atlanta. That's a little far. But I know sometimes in Charlotte, um, there's a group that he had worked with while he was on deployment. And they host different meetings, basically educating people on how the market works and how to excel in it. And I definitely want to take a course for myself because I feel like Z, he's, you know, into that world. I would like to be more so we could both be out here investing and, you know, making bread off of that because really you don't have to do anything. You nah. people sit there on their phone and they literally watch the market from the time it opens till it closes and they could come out with a couple thousand dollars more than they had that morning,
2: you know? Word of advice to all the stock people living with stock don't use Robin Hood. Ooh. I got Robin Hood and they got me. So I'm like, I got I can see the stocks and stuff going up. Don't be one to let you cash out on a lot of that stuff or sell it or whatever. They want you to hold on to it for, which is which is not a bad thing. But like, if I ever need some bread and I got these stocks sitting right here, y'all won't let me sell them. Y'all y'all kind of y'all kind of killing me a little bit.
1: I feel you, and see, it's pros and cons because I know that is one that Z likes to use. Also, I have it on my phone, and I've pretty much been using it to like study different um, companies, but. Yeah, you got to figure out what works for you in your situation, like you said. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and I'm and I'm also, um, eventually, gonna try to get more into um, cryptocurrency too. Oh yeah, I got like a little piece of a corner of a crumb of a Bitcoin, but I'm trying to get somewhere. So, like I, I got I got people who I actually know who actually like. Made made money off of it, and like using that money to like go on vacations and to live their life a little bit. What I have to stress out so much about a nine to five.
1: Definitely. So, I want to try something new. Um, uh-huh. I always talk about what body means to me. Uh, We got beautiful, assertive, wise, determined, youthful. Um, My mental health slogan is be a warrior, don't (laughs) yield. And you know the type of things that we sell um, from clothes, lingerie, to what you like to call the nasty stuff.
2: (laughs) Is that what I called
1: it? Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't say say that the wrong way, y'all. That's just a joke.
1: It ain't ain't nothing nasty about it. No, but... It's all about, you know, taking care of the body and loving yourself and, you know, the skin that you're in. So I'd like you to take a few seconds to think about what the acronym BODY means to you. So you could choose five words to describe Rudy P. Let us know who you are.
2: But I spell it out with BODY? Yep. Okay. Uh, bald. Facts. Wise. Determined. Yodeler. <laughs> Bro, you, yodel. yodel. mean, <laughs> <mean>. <laughs> you do not yodel. You do not yodel. I got. not yodel, but I can't think of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, okay, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, Youthful. Okay. I'm like, you can I don't know nothing. With- <laughs> don't know what- what. I'm weak, y'all. <laughs> you hit me <laughs> when you
1: said bald. I was not expecting that. <laughs> hey, I,
2: I could have said black, but you know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm black and bald, so I feel I, it. I could have said beautiful, but um, I'm more I'm gorgeous than beautiful. A lady told me one time, You are so gorgeous. And I was like, I appreciate that. I've never been called gorgeous a day in my life.
1: I know that's right. There
2: was an old white lady. Like, you are
1: so
2: gorgeous. I was like, uh, okay, <laughs> thank you, ma'am.
1: I know that's right. Now, as a music head, mm-hmm. I have faith in you, brother, right? Because nobody has completed all five of this game.
2: I, I, heard, I heard the one with uh, with bear, and I heard him fumbling with it, so I'm I ready.
1: Okay,
2: (laughs) so you already
1: know. We got five words.
2: I'm like, like, come
1: on, bro. This is easy. Come on, bro. Okay, so I'm about to hit you with the five words, and you give me a song. Okay. So the first one is Beautiful.
2: Beautiful. Snoop Dogg, for real, beautiful.
1: Yep, okay. Second one. A is Alive.
2: Alive? Ooh, alive! Alive. Kind of stomp me with this, alive, alive. Can you go back? Can you come back to that? one?
1: Okay, I give you come back.
2: Yeah. Number three, what? Uh, I'm I'm, I'm showing sure my age a little bit now. Noriega had a song called "Super Thug," but in the song, he was like, "What, what, 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 what?" what? What what
1: what what? Was the song "Super Thug." I'm gonna With have Nori to. Yager. I'm gonna have to look that up because yeah, did it's he probably have probably Maya cool. as a feature and she was singing in the background? You're like what, what Yeah, what, what, what? yeah. 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 <laughs> I love that song.
2: Okay, yeah. okay.
1: So D is Dream. Dream. Okay. Uh
0: Biggie, Biggie had a song called Dream. Dreams are F in R and B T.
1: Okay, okay. Why? Young. Why who? Young.
2: Young. Um. Young. Oh, um, Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa, Young, Wild, and Free.
1: Okay. So, last chance.
2: Alive, though, alive. I don't
1: know no song that got the word alive in it. And see, the song I have in mind, it's an R&B song. I'll give it to you so you can listen to it. I don't know if you like uh, Janae Iko.
2: I've heard the name, but I've never heard any of her music. <gasps> <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> no, I'm, you didn't. I'm, 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 I'm a music head, but a, a, a weird music head. A selective music
1: head, kind of. Nah, I get it. So listen... Janae, echo. This is not even one of her like death songs, but it's a bop. Uh, it's called Only Lovers Alive. You'll find it as O L L A. It's only lovers, only lovers left alive.
2: Is what it is.
1: But um, yeah, that's.
2: They should have good... gave me another A word. I probably could have figured something out.
1: that alive. Really, I could. I could have got that five for five easy. All right, look, well, I'm gonna test you. Go out four for five. <laughs> okay, what about Any? Any?
2: Yep. These eight titles is hard. I'm sorry, Bear. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ain't got nothing with any. I think I'm about to be stuck on 4 for 5.
1: See, and I'm glad that you actually chose songs that haven't been said before. So this gives this.
2: Okay, i gotta i gotta y'all look i got a little deep library of song you know what i'm saying but sometimes i have brain farts so
0: look i, I get song, it
2: can't think of the words well and we put you on the spot too it's all right yeah hey that's like my that's like my top five i do you know what I'm saying i put people on the spot so it's it all
0: good
1: <laughs> well i would like to thank you for coming on to nobody hustles harder this week
2: uh, you
1: know you know I won't have it no other way I had to get on here. Yep. So y'all tune in next Thursday at 5:30. I'm your host Lil and y'all have a great week. All my life I've been my